The podcast you are listening to is part of the Batman Podcast Network. For more information, go to batman-on-film.com. Hi, Matt Bradley Shergy here, host of Sequel Cast 2. What you're going to listen to is a special live episode we recorded at the Wizard World Portland Comic Con in 2019. Uh, since uh, William Thrasher, my co-host, lives in Kentucky, for this one I had to do it with some friends I've done live shows with before. So I did it with Eric Windsor, Tony Vincent, and Sean Franson. And we did a live podcast ranking the Marvel Cinematic Universe films. That's right, all 20 of them, from worst to best, going off an average of all our lists put together. And uh, I think you'll like this episode. It's uh, a bit different, but it uh, the audience especially was very enthused to give their opinion. And uh, out of all the MCU films, I think Thor gets talked about the most, which uh, was a big surprise to me. So anyway, uh, live sequel cast to a podcast episode on ranking the MCU films. Enjoy. All right, hello. This is, uh, I'm Matt. I'm Tony. I am Eric. And I'm Sean. Welcome to SequelCast. Yep, we're here at SequelCast, a movie podcast I've been doing weekly for about 11 years. And this time we are going to look at ranking the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We have that nice picture up there. That's an action figure, believe it or not, of Tony Stark eating donuts. There's an Iron Man 2 uh, tie-in figure. So who here likes uh, Marvel movies? Jeez, I hope everyone. Yeah. <laughs> who here likes DC movies? Uh, okay, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, so I do have some prizes to give away. I'll start by giving away one prize. Um, if you can answer this question, what's your favorite Iron Man movie? Uh, let's see. I saw this guy. Yeah, oh, about, this guy up here up front. The first one, that's okay. The right answer, that's yes. the right answer. And um, you'll find out. You can win Iron Man one on DVD. Oh. So there you go. Thank you. That worked out really well. Yeah. Good job. Yep. So uh, yeah. What? So the way we came up with this list, each of us did our own personal list of the twenty MCU movies and ranking them, and then I went on Excel this morning and did an average, and this is where we have this list. So, do you think it was pretty hard putting the, the list together? Um, the middle was kind of hard. The top and bottom was really easy. Yeah. Because, like, there's obvious bad ones. Like what? You'll find out. <laughs> yeah, you'll find out. There was uh, one in particular everybody agreed was the worst by far. So. Yep. <laughs> Spoiler, it's Thor the Dark World. <laughs> uh, I think we can all universally agree. Uh, right. I, I didn't agree with that. Right. Yeah, okay. The only one didn't have it. We have one outlier. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. No. For me, uh, it was about uh, rewatching the films because uh, some of them I hadn't seen in a while. I've seen all of them. I went and saw every one of these in theatrical release when they first came out, but I hadn't revisited a lot of them. So the older ones. So it was nice to go back and watch them and realize some of them that I thought were better 
horribly, horribly <laughs> different. Like Thor of the Dark World. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was, just, it was fun to, uh, to go back and rank uh, beloved movie series. And it's interesting to see where the series will go from here, because this year we have Captain Marvel comes out in a few weeks. We have uh, Avengers Endgame, the fourth one, and then we have Spider-Man... Uh, Far from, Far from home. home. I was gonna say Spider-Man goes on vacation, but that's, <laughs> that's what they should have called it. That's not the title. National Lampoon Spider-Man. <laughs> European vacation. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so with that, let's uh, get started. So, in uh, number twenty, it's Batman and Robin. This is the least favorite Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> How did that get there? I thought we all agreed on Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Yeah. Um, that's a different topic for a different panel. Yeah. Okay. Number twenty. Thor The Dark World, as you mentioned, Eric. Spoiled yes. it for everyone. Yeah. And we should mention, by the way, we might be spoiling the plot of these movies, so if you care about that, um, cover your ears, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so Thor 2, what about this one? Um, I just feel like it didn't really serve a purpose. It was just kind of a filler movie for me. Also, it was bad. <laughs> I watched it, I was just like, eh, I don't need to see that again. I'm going to be honest, how many of y'all that like follow Thor the comic, right, thought that this was going to lead into maybe like a Lady Thor series at some point? Oh. Maybe? No? Am I the only one? Okay, I'm the outlier in that one. Well, you know, because all the, the trailers and stuff leading up to it showed something happening with Jane, right? And spoiler alert, Jane Foster is, you know, wields the, the hammer later on So in the comics. So I thought there was like a, a chance of like... Sowing those seeds for something later on down the line. Um, no, no, just a really, really basic generic plot. Just, just a service for a, a, an Infinity Stone. That was it. What yeah, it's, I mean, it, it is pretty bland. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to fight y'all too much. I think the first Thor is worse. Uh, I think, yeah. Mm, uh, <laughs> I, I think it's more visually interesting than the first <laughs> Thor. I, I think Loki uh, is is better in it. You get some better like trickster Loki. And uh, I really like Natalie Portman and Chris Hemsworth in it. I think the uh, villain is, is visually uh, more interesting than that giant fire-breathing fire thing that's the villain for most of Thor 1. So I, I was surprised, because I didn't like it when I saw it the first time. I mean, with this one, I just thought it was not very interesting and, and bland, and the bad guys weren't, weren't as memorable. I thought the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. episode that tied into this was better than this movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. And that's saying something. Yep. Number 19. The Incredible Hulk. People forget this movie exists. Uh, Edward Norton is the Hulk, as we can see. He's looking sad. And the Hulk has a large back. Next movie. No, just kidding. <laughs> At least it didn't have Hulk dogs. It did not have Hulk dogs like the 2003 Ainley Hulk. And uh, Maybe it should have, though. But, uh, Eric, I think offline we were talking about uh, it had one of your favorite Stan yeah, Lee cameos. this is my favorite Stan Lee cameos. cameos. Out of all. Why don't you describe it for the audience? Because I'm sure no one here has seen Incredible Hulk recently. If you you don't remember, (laughs) this was the uh, the cameo in the beginning when they're talking about uh, the canned soda or the bottles of soda and and how Mm -hmm. there was a tainted soda. And you just see him opening up one like, whoa. (laughs) I just loved it because it was just innocuous. Because there was no dialogue for Stanley. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. On to the next one. Nothing more to say. Yep. What else can I say about the Hulk? We had more to say about Thor 2, but that was ranked worse. Anyway. Is this the one where Luke Ringo was the security guard? 
Uh, no, I think that was Isn't the Ain Lee Hulk. Oh, was it this one? Or he's a security yeah, guard? Security okay. Guard. Yeah. It's really you know, I'm sorry. No, I, I got it confused with the... Frigano had a cameo in the other Hulk as well. And I get them confused because uh, there's not that many Hulk movies, unfortunately. But there you go. Next one, Iron Man 3. This was a surprise for me. Uh, I was just telling them outside, I, I saw Iron Man 3 right the opening weekend, uh, and have since seen Lethal Weapon and the Nice Guys, two other Shane Black uh, written movies, and this is just a Shane Black movie in the MCU, and if you know that, it sucks. Like, it's, it is just that movie over again, down to like story beats and structure. Um, both of those other movies are much better than Iron Man 3, which is unfortunate, because Guy Pierce is a good actor, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just uh again wasn't I didn't come out of the theater thinking that that was something I needed to see again, so yeah. And the plot twist with the Mandarin being an actor, it's I don't know. I, yeah, that, it, that was a bit forced. It, again, it's the Shane Black at end of act 2 reveal. Like that's that always happens in his movies and uh, yeah. It's a shame. So we heard some people out here say uh, Iron Man 2 is worse, right? Okay, so why? Uh, someone want to say something? Hey, you want to come up? Yeah, come up. <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> Defend yourself, sir. <laughs> uh, I mean, story-wise, uh, the story was very deep, I think. Mm -hmm. It was not up to the mark. And, uh, and in terms of the, the villain wasn't... The villain was actually good, to be honest. But uh, the film, the plot, that, that didn't do justice to it, uh, to the villain. And I felt that uh, even Downey, he was really not, not on top form, really, in this particular film, Iron Man 2. Yeah, no, I think I think yeah. those are some good points, and we'll be getting to Iron Man 2 pretty soon on this list. Yeah, I had, I had both Iron Man 2 and 3, like, on the very, very next to bottom. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, what is the... Next to worse after Iron Man three. Iron Man two. <laughs> I should have remembered this list. I just put it together this morning. Yeah. I, I like you. I just didn't feel like the there was a strong enough villain presence. I felt like they wasted opportunities for two pretty important characters. So I, I noticed with this rewatch, Marvel doesn't reuse villains ever. Uh, like Loki, except and, Loki, they use Loki every Loki damn time. Loki is the one exception, and may, you could argue maybe Thanos, but not like he's not really the villain of Guardians One. It's it's weird to me that Justin Hammer has never showed up again. Like I, I'd love to see him in a better movie uh, with maybe him as like the only villain. You know, right? There are ones that will be fun his suits. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. They'll reference it. <laughs> Senator that they keep throwing in. Yeah. Yeah. Right, uh, Larry Sanders. Yeah, the actor, yeah. Yeah, yeah he, it, it's, that was neat to see him in, uh, I think it was Captain America, um, uh, Winter Soldier, I think he, he's Civil in that Civil one. War. Oh, Civil Hail War, okay. Around. The Hell Hydra thing, I thought it was a neat way to pull him back, and uh, sadly he passed, but had he been around, I bet they would have thrown him in Avengers Infinity War somewhere, or maybe not. Um, but yeah, Iron Man 2, it, you know, I think it's cool we get the War Machine, I think this was where Don yeah. Cheadle takes over the role. Correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's yeah, a joke which, about it. Which, yeah, there is a joke right away up front. And do we think he does a, a better job? I think he's more, more charismatic. Howard. Is yeah. yeah, more charismatic. Yeah. 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 Uh huh. <laughs> he's doing fine. 
Doing all right. Uh, okay, let's see. What is next on this list? Thor, the first one. Interesting. Yeah, Thor, I, I actually like this one. I'll be a bit of a defender of this. This is just yeah. how it averaged out in our collective list of all four of us doing it together. I like Thor because Anthony Hopkins screams a lot. And I like, I, I like the Shakespearean <laughs> feel of the beginning. Like, it's very uh, operatic. And you don't get that in the other movies as much. Even if it's a bit slower paced, you get the visuals of the Rainbow Bridge. And uh, it, 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 it makes it really feel different from the other movies. And that's one thing I, I appreciate about it. I enjoyed it well. I thought, yeah, you had something? Well, I was going to say, my wife isn't as big into the MCU movies as I am. But even she kind of had a problem because she felt like it was so... Quick, like everything happened in that New Mexico town, and mm, yeah. Jane Foster, she didn't believe that for a second. <laughs> she just didn't see any how that could actually happen, and that so that kind of ruined it for her. But she liked the Asgard stuff and like that part of it, but like that change in him just seemed to happen too quickly, so it kind of messed up the movie a little bit for her. That's why I don't like it, is because it's it's singular location. It's like. Here you got this great Norse legend, you got this character that's, you know, from a different dimension, like, you could do all kinds of fun stuff with that, but... Norse stuff is inherently cool. I know. Right, and instead... It's really dull in this. They just decided to go Santa Fe. Right, instead you go to to New Mexico and it feels like uh, Superman 2, where the guy kills the snake. Like, it's just, of all the places you could go, why New Mexico? (laughs) Three, three studio theaters, yeah. Location, perhaps. location. We got, location. we got a lot of discussion about Thor. Um, over here. Well, to be fair, that's one of the first ones that came out. Yeah. Yeah, no, that is true. Yeah, the, the budgets were lower. is one of the first cheaper ones. Cheaper location shooting. For I think, sure. yeah, cheaper. I love, I love Thor, so. I thought that I used to be higher. I think. Okay. Yeah, I think it was higher. I had it higher as well, yeah. Uh-huh. 10, 10, I think, think again, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> and I know the You think that, so this is interesting. Over here, the, um, what's your name? Jimmy. Jimmy is saying that the Destroyer, the bad guy at the end, was kind of a cash grab. Do you think it looked too much like a Transformer, or what do you mean? I don't know, it's just, that seemed to be what they're focused on. Like, you go to 7-Eleven and you see Thor and the Destroyer. Yeah. <laughs> everywhere. Well, they got to push heavy when it comes to those CGI villains, because... Uh-huh. Nobody knows who they are. It, it cuts like away from nerd. the Frost Giants, a dull villain, to another dull villain. Like it's. <laughs> <laughs> if Thor were able to introduce Hawkeye into it as well, right? Yep. That seems great. That That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did start introducing more of the uh, Avengers stuff with, with this film compared to... I mean, when they did that first Iron Man, I don't think they had any expectation that they were going to do Avengers necessarily. And uh, that, that, that they fed it in with Hawkeye, I thought it was a good organic way to do it. I think one more comment. Yeah, so like you were saying, there's the film kind of... It's great when it's in Asgard, when mm-hmm. you have all this mythology and interesting lore, and then when it goes to Santa Fe in the real world... And it kind of slows down and bogs down and isn't as interesting. And I think what makes it hurt as much is the visuals. Like Asgard, it may be mostly CGI, but it looks really, really good. And that's yep. because the film was directed by Kenneth Branagh, who's a history of really interesting visuals. Yeah, Kenneth Branagh, director of, I think, Jack Ryan 6 or whatever that is. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, um, and Hamlet. Oh well, yeah, and Hamlet. And the four-hour best <laughs> Hamlet. Yeah. Uh, there we go. Okay. After Thor, 
we have Avengers Age of Ultron. This is the second Avengers film. That's too high. Two, some people think this is too hard. Hard to agree. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hard to agree. I, have this. I think it's too low. <laughs> I've been hearing some different things. Too high, too low. Uh, looking back on this film, I... I, don't, I like the beginning where they're storming like the Hydra Fortress. I think that's pretty strong, and then after that, it just stops. Uh, for me, because uh, like like I said, I think it should be. I think all three Avengers films are kind of. I think Infinity War is best. First Avengers is second, and this is definitely third. Uh, but I love James Spader as Ultron. Like that's such perfect yeah yeah the voice yeah. so yep. good from that first trailer when he says, "I want to show you something beautiful." Like. Uh, he's he's such a great villain, and uh, MCU has really uneven villains. I think overall, and mm-hmm. I think he's I don't know. I put him in the top five, and I had to rank them. It just seemed like generic popcorn flip movie to me. Like I mean, it was fun. There was lots of guns and explosions, but that was about it. Like yeah, the beginning part was kind of cool, uh-huh. and then introducing Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, who you know, <laughs> yeah, might be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Quicksilver. But yeah, this, the whole end of the movie, I was just like, okay, is this, like, how many things can they blow up before this ends? And it was weird, too, because remember, Quicksilver is in this, but there's also Quicksilver played by a different actor. Yeah, the, the better X-Men Quicksilver. Yeah. There's also Kick-Ass. That's weird. Yep. Yes? Yeah, setting a yeah, yeah, yeah. vision, vision was, was cool, yeah. That was the only thing I liked about this film. Guy, yeah. um, I was, I'm really biased against this movie. I despise this movie. Okay. <laughs> but the reason, I, I have a couple of reasons for that. One of them is that, you know, they, this is one of the first movies that kind of did the whole, like, Rupert hero. Like, you know, they're all, like, together and, like, everyone's got their own subplot. And I just felt like none of them, like, stuck. You know, I, I didn't feel any of their stories. And then um, my other problem with it, and I hate to make the whole like prequel Star Wars argument, but it looked like I was watching a video game the whole time. Like none of it looked like people. Yeah. There's a lot of set like action set pieces, and then just like yeah. anytime they get into story, it's like quicksand, and you just like can you get to the next big, big sparkle, big explosion? It's what Marvel. One second. Okay. Get your hand up. Yep. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, my, my biggest problem with the film is it, it just felt like Whedon just had a whole bunch of A and B stories and just couldn't get a thing to cohesively together. And I think that's why he felt a lot of burnout. This, to me, is the reason why he's not making any more Marvel films. I think right. at this point, yep. he just got frustrated with, with having to have his hand held for so many different things and juggling so many balls that just, I'm out, I'm done, thank you, next please, you know. Speaking so. about juggling balls, we have a pri- <laughs> we have a prize to give away. That's an Ooh, awful segue. segue. <laughs> so, smooth um, segue. Yeah, the smoothest in town. Okay, so uh, this sorry, uh, this is a um, not. It's sort of related. So before like Iron Man and stuff came out, Marvel did some direct video cartoons. This one is called Ultimate Avengers Two: Rise of the Panther. So. Um, it, it has kind of like the look from some of the comic books, and uh, let's see, let's have a question for that one. Who is your favorite Avenger? Right there. Uh, yep. Yep, you're yep, right there. Yep. You're right there in the gray. Um, Vision. Vision, okay. Perfect. Why? Um, because I just think he's very interesting and like he's a 
storyline of going from this like robot to no one really like thinks anything of into this like basically human and mm -hmm. his relationship with Wanda is great. And then, He's cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, Vision is very yeah, cool. Very, very good. Come up here and get your prize. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Ant-Man and the Wasp. This one just came out not that long ago. Yep. Wow, I didn't realize this was this low. <laughs> I had the original Ant-Man below this. This one, I think it's okay. You know, you have, you have the humor with Paul Rudd. It's just... Getting over Ant-Man as a character, I think, is hard for me because it reminds me of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. <laughs> and you got the big ants, and at the beginning, he's like on house arrest with his daughter running around, and it just feels cheap and inconsequential. I like it's bubbly, effervescent, you know, a lighthearted film, and then right at the after credits. Yeah, that was a <laughs> Hits you with uh -huh. a dark twist, like, hey, you, you remember Infinity War came out, right? <laughs> That's still going on. The, both so. these movies have extremely bland villains. Like these are both, both of the Ant Man movies. You yeah, mean? just as bottom of the barrel, and the first one especially, I think. But uh, this one's a little better at that, but not. But they're very forgettable to me. Ghost is weird, but not that interesting. I don't think. What do you think about the uh, CG making Michael Douglas look young? I think that looks a little bit scary. Two in Candy Valley. Yeah, his with, throat doesn't look right. I mean, uh, the throat doesn't look right. Yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer looks. Um, Fine, I think it's less of a problem for her. Yeah, yeah, I actually really enjoyed this one. I just, it wasn't as good. Well, because I like Paul Rudd. I like, I like the humor in it. Not that it's like the best humor in the world, but I just thought it was. The, I liked the first Ant Man better, which was higher up on our list. Obviously, we all liked it better, but I just thought it was more of the same, and it didn't, you know, it didn't do anything new. It's just like here's another Ant Man, but it was, you know, it's fun and it had some good kind of gag humor with the. Size changing yeah, a little up. That's it. Yeah. Some of it's like like when they shrink the building and then like wheel it away like a suitcase. Like everything slides to one side now because it. <laughs> oh yeah, all those windows are broken. Huh? Yeah. Like some of it's. I mean, I get it's a comic book movie, but I'm just like, come on. Get you got a question down here. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You. Give to Ant Man and the Wasp was they didn't kill the villain like right off the bat, you know, at the end of the film. So like they did Yellow Jacket. So yeah, I give it a little bit more credit for that. But other than that, I just I, I feel the same way. It's just kind of filler films. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Speaking of which, let's go on to the next one. Let's keep on moving. Ant Man. So again, <laughs> there we go. So um, yeah, this original Ant Man film I liked a little less than Ant Man and the Wasp. I think it just took its time getting started. You have all the Baskin-Robin jokes. 
It's like, why? Did they do Ant-Man flavored, ant flavored ice cream when the movie came out? Ants on a log. That would have been Ants on a log. Oh, that, yeah. That would have been a cool little time. Celery and peanut butter and ice cream. That would have been good. <laughs> oh. but, <laughs> or have, have people go into the store and just say, Baskin Robbins knows. Yeah. Get you a little free Ant-Man cup. <laughs> I mean, Paul Rudd, Paul Rudd is funny. That You know, this movie they were working on for a long time. It was going to have Edgar Wright as the director who yeah, did oh, uh, Shaun yeah. of the Dead and those movies. And uh, instead, we got a different director whose name I can't read because I need Peyton glasses. Reed. Peyton Reed of Peyton Reed. The Breakup and Bring oh, It On. Oh, great. Yeah. And I think, you know, this movie is uh, it's fun, but, like, it's okay. It's filler. Yeah. So look at that villain. Seriously. Look how generic he is. What about a, a white Look at his bulk. scowl. I'm sorry. Bald white guy. Oh, oh, that must be a bad guy. Oh, the villain is right here. It's in the corner there. Oh, I just... He's so tiny. That's how threatening he is. I'm sure he's a very nice actor. Michael yes. Pena is great. Thank you. Yeah, great parts. point. Parts. Great point. I yeah. think, I think very going funny. forward, anytime there's like a recap for like the past couple of films, <laughs> yeah. they should just have Louise come out <laughs> and then just opens up, you know? Can you imagine him, uh, Michael Pena's character, describing the plot of Avengers Infinity War? <laughs> yes. <laughs> this guy disappeared. This guy disappeared, and then this guy. And <laughs> It's almost like getting a Marvel version of Drunk History. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just love That's great. that idea. What's next? Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Yeah. So, yeah. Is this like the halfway point? I yeah, think so. What yeah. number are we on? Does anybody have? Uh, I think uh, this I is ten. To... I think this is. Yeah, this I think ten. this is. So yeah. We do the last middle. Yep. So we're on time. Number two. Number ten. Yep. Number ten. I believe. Unless I can't count, then it's eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. But yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy Two. It's. Uh, what I didn't like about it was so many daddy issues mm-hmm. in this movie. And it, I think of Guardians of the Galaxy, I think it's kind of more fun and poppy and with the music. And I think some of the stuff worked. Um, but this just was not one of my favorites, even though I like the actors. I think Kurt Russell did a good job as the dad. Uh, what? Yeah, Stallone. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. oh, oh my, I forgot he was in this. Oh, that, that mid so good. Uh, that's, yeah, you can. Uh, Stallone is slurring his way through one minute. That's that's um, better than the. You'll never be a Ravager. <laughs> 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 yeah, there you um, go. I, I watching these because I watched Guardians one and then Guardians two the next week, and the ending of this thing just wrecked me after after seeing Guardians one. Like yeah. the mm. pay, the emotional payoff of the salute to Yondu. Yondu, yeah, is so effective and so good. And I like I I'm, I don't tear up and cry in movies very much. Uh, this was one of the two Marvel movies that really got to me, uh, which, uh, yeah, I, I think having it in the top half is indicative of that, the fact that it is a sequel that's a lot like the original, but uh, has that emotional payoff. Well, and the other one that really got to you was Thor 2, The Dark World, right? <laughs> <laughs> the whole time, it was exhausting. <laughs> yeah, Baby Groot is... And the teenage Groot stuff was, uh, was good. I never thought that there would be not only one Guardians but two. but two, let alone the, the promise of a third one in the future. The promise. Well, promise. And, and speaking of which, you're mentioning Stallone as one of the original Guardians. Are they going to do movies based on those guys? I don't I know. I'd love to. Like, I think they had to tell them not to get them in the movie. <laughs> I mean, you could just um, yeah have a stunt double play Stallone the whole time and superimpose his face on him. But he's like, Stallone's 70 and he's doing Rambo 5 comes out later this year. So <laughs> there you go. Um, Doctor Strange. All right. There's a lot of silence out there. All right, next. 
Next. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Strange. I enjoyed Dr. Strange. I liked yes. it too, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it, it was very, I think, I like visually yeah, very creative. Oh, here you go. Best visual. Yeah. Best visual, yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. No. I was worried about So you said you were worried about Cumberbatch. Why? I don't know exactly why. Okay. So, <laughs> have you seen The Imitation Game? Because I was worried about it until I saw you do it. And it, that sounds cutesy, but that is that is the movie that proves he's not just Sherlock. Yeah. And this is another one. Yeah. And I've seen things that I liked him in, um, but for some reason I had this persona of who I thought should play strange. He uh-huh. and I saw it was like, no, that's that I just wanted them to embrace the cosmic weirdness, and they did. And they do, yeah. As yeah. It goes on. That, that's. That's all I could ask for. Yeah. So. And it's nice that Doctor Strange is an asshole in the beginning. I think that's sort of refreshing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the reason this one was so high on my list is <laughs> <this is> silly. <laughs> so I went and watched this in theaters in 3D and uh, uh, got a little high before I did it. Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> The 3D part where, like, they're warping, like, all the buildings around him in that fight scene, I was just like... <laughs> so, eh, that's why I liked it so much. <laughs> If this movie would have come out in the 90s, you would have seen Doctor Strange, the screensaver with the building spinning. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, right there. Yeah, um, so far, like, like you said, it's pretty good, but it does have like a lot of flaws. For example, yes. it does, first of all, of course, the generic villain, kind of one of the worst, in my opinion, one of the worst in the films. And secondly, it, it does kind of feel very much like Iron Man. You have this kind of asshole character who goes through a traumatic event, and comes out a different person and has to overcome things and it feel and kind of learn their powers and it feels very similar plot-wise. The, we, uh, watching, marathoning these, you learn to recognize the structure of these and the standalones especially. I mean, structurally, this is exactly the same movie as, like you said, as Iron Man 1. I think Ant-Man is very, very similar to it as well in particular. Uh, and I, I don't. I think Marvel does that type of movie really well. Uh, even the ones that aren't as good are still watchable. Uh, yeah. And this movie wastes uh, Mads Mikkelsen a bit. Yeah, it's a. It, it's a good actor, and he's. Stop uh, saying it's a shame. Yeah, he's better on the TV show Hannibal. Oh. All that other stuff. <laughs> Because hmm. yeah. in the comics, he's actually going, um, and <coughs> like going to a school, learning how to do things. Uh, That's an interesting point. You said this is pretty similar to the Green Lantern uh, film. Oh, but I think they did. <laughs> but you like this one better? This is a good oh, one. Yeah. Okay. I, I think everybody likes everything more than Green yeah. Lantern. <laughs> okay, over there in the back.
I do also like that it didn't culminate in him just becoming the Sorcerer Supreme by the end of the film. Like, <laughs> he's still on that journey, I feel. Yeah. So. Yeah, the last line of dialogue was not, I am now Doctor Strange. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next, Spider-Man Homecoming. I really like how the actor uh, Tom Holland that plays Spider-Man in this is a kid. Because in the comic book, Spider-Man is a high school student. In the movies, he looks like he's pushing 30. With uh, Tobey Maguire and uh, Andrew Garfield. Especially Andrew Garfield. Yeah, especially. Yeah. He was pushing 30. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that Michael Keaton is a bad guy is a fun nod, because, of course, Michael Keaton was uh, one of the first cinematic Batmans. I don't have a lot of bad things to say about this one. This yeah. one's higher on my list. I really enjoy That scene in the cab uh, between him, the parlor scene between him and Spider-Man driving to the prom, or driving to Homecoming, uh, I think it's my vote for best scene in the MCU. Huh. I for the the green light with good old Spider-Man, that little smile that Michael Keaton does. He's he's so great. He's so great in this and everything. Yeah, I like this one a lot too. Uh, and then after I watched this one, I went back and watched the Tobey Maguire ones. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, and then I liked it a little bit more after seeing this, especially <laughs> the third one. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Right off the bat, they gave you a good emotional reason to kind of back him in the corner and like yeah. be behind exactly. him, like understand. This is a guy doing his job and he got fired. Yeah, and then yeah. it also kind of leans into like, do I actually like the Avengers? Like they actually cost a lot of damage. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I would have loved them to do an actual damage control like series. Yeah. What, what, like Marvel's property damage? <laughs> you, you want Hancock is what you want. <laughs> <laughs> To your point, that was one of the few films on my list that was higher up because of compelling villain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that and then Black Panther, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Okay. So, I have a question. What you guys thought, though, I guess they were kind of portraying as a high school student and being young and dumb, but after months of running around the neighborhood, he was still clumsy. He was still fun and I mean, Spider-Man is a bit of a, a dork in some of those older comics, and I, I, I think that was okay. It, he could have, I mean, if he keeps on being clumsy, like in the second or third Spider-Man movie, or however much they're going to do with this guy, then yeah, I think that might be a bit ridiculous. Um, it's cool. Oh, it sounds like something. <laughs> no, don't apologize. Uh, hand raise is probably. Yeah, hand raise is good. Hand raise is fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay. go ahead, go. <laughs> what did you think about the twist with Michael Keaton being the father of. Uh, Loved it. Of the girl. Yeah. yeah. Loved it. Yeah. Like it a lot. I, my yeah, only complaint twist. about it is there's no hint of it before. And I, I looked for it this time watching it, where I was like, could you have called that? And you couldn't, but there's not anything that contradicts it either. But it, it's a cool twist when he answers the door. Yep. Someone's yelling about Ghostbusters outside. That's exciting. Probably doing okay. another trivia round. Yeah. Oh, trivia. Are they doing? Okay, <laughs> whatever. Let's keep on going. We got 15 minutes, and how many more films to go? I don't uh, know. I can't count. I think this is something. Eight. I don't this know. Is eight or seven. Yeah. Too many. 
Okay, next, Captain America, the first Avenger. Uh, this one was higher on my list. I really like that it, it, I used to watch uh, World War II movies with my dad when I was younger, and it reminded me of that a bit. All this stuff where he's going through the army camp and it has a musical number. I always like those, even yeah. though you don't expect those in a Marvel film. And, yeah, and the Red Skull is great. I thought this was one of the better origin movies to set up the characters, I think so. Uh, especially since he's so pivotal with setting up the Avengers, so. Plus, yeah, 40s are dope. Who doesn't like movies set in the 40s? <laughs> oh, uh, th yeah, this is my vote for Best of Phase 1, uh, mm -hmm. actually, and also the movie The Jungle. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> shots fired. Uh, also, the movie that jumped the most in my rankings between the first time I saw it and the time I rewatched it last week, and the one that made me cry, the uh, I'm going to have to take a, take a rain check on that dance, is just, that's always uh. going to wreck me there. I think it's so sad and... Uh, Kind of beautiful. Uh, Marvel doesn't do romance uh, particularly like great, and this is, I think, the one time that they kind of nailed it. Like Agent Carter is such a such a strong uh, character in addition to Steve Rogers, and I think she anchors the movie. Um, Chris Evans is an actor that I thought was really bland before he started playing Captain America, and I think she helped center the action around him and prove that he, he was up to the task of being this character. And lest we forget that Chris Evans was the uh, in the two Fantastic Four oh, movies. Yeah. And he was also the in... Human uh, I'm trying to think of what that was. Scott Pilgrim? Cellular. No, it he was, was also Scott Pilgrim. Pilgrim. Yeah. But he was also in the, uh, the little, <laughs> the little uh, war film comic group, kind of like 18. Losers. The Losers. Losers. Thank you. Ah. Yeah. Zoe Saldana, too. Yep. Yeah. Weird. Yep. All right. Next one. Okay, I guess the next one. Iron Man, the first one. It, you know, going back to this one, it's amazing that we have like I don't know what twenty films in only eleven in eleven years, uh, and Iron Man was the first one because it feels so small. It doesn't do that much setting up sequels like the other ones because they didn't know. I think they only got uh, Marvel only got money from the bank to do I don't know like the first five movies or something, and so that. Um, in Iron Man, that they kept the references to a minimum, I think really helped. And when he builds that first Iron Man suit, that might be one of my favorite sequences, where he gets out of the uh, the prison and has the old school metallic iron suit. Mm -hmm. uh, this one's up in my in my top or upper range. I, I love that. This is probably one of my favorite Phase One film. I think so. Yeah, Jeff Bridges. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Jeff Bridges was a great villain too. It's uh, it's weird that they had to nail this. Like, it's it's weird to think back on it and be mm -hmm. like, this could have been the only Marvel movie if it if it didn't do quite as well or if, if it wasn't quite as good. And it uh, for for a first uh, attempt, it really hit it out of the park. And um, I mean, Iron Man at the time he was not like an A level character no. either. He's like a B or a C level tier, yeah, tier uh, character. So. But I think nailing the casting of, of Robert Downey. Yes, Downing, Robert Downey Jr. Quintessential. Huge. Stark, just, yeah. yeah. Nailed it. Nailed it. All right, next. Next. The Avengers. Yep. Ooh, that's, that's a lot. That's a bad reaction. There we go. Hot takes. So we heard some groans uh, over in the audience. Um, anyone want to explain why? Over here, yeah, in the hat. Huh. Okay. Fair dude. In the lanyard in the back of the uh, blue hat. So, I don't know if it was for me, but seeing, like, that accumulation of all of them on screen for the first time, I mean, right. it was just one of those ex 
experience, is I don't know if everybody, anybody else felt this way, but when I saw it, I was just absolutely smiling mm -hmm. and blown away the entire yep. time, which, as great as these other movies have been, it's probably the only Marvel movie so far that I've really, I want to say, felt that way. Just, it was just an experience, <coughs> which I thought, that's why I have it, you know, at the top of my list of the first, first Avengers. I thought it was that good. Yeah, it's not at the top of mine, but it's high up there. I mean, it's the magic of shawarma. Okay. <laughs> we got some uh, over here in the back. Yeah, so for me, it was uh, the movie I was most nervous about when I walked into the theater. Hi. Because yeah. I've taken major characters like this put together into one movie. Right. And it was Josh Whedon I loved, so I, you know, I kind of felt like if anyone could pull it off, he could. But I was, I was super nervous walking in. I had a joke with my wife leading up to the release of it, where she was like, oh, that's going to be so great. She was so hyped about it. And I was like, yeah, I hope it's good. Because, <laughs> like, seriously, this, that kind of undertaking, they usually aren't good. Uh, look at Justice League. Uh, or don't. Did you get your hand up? Right there? Yep. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, so, uh, if I like, I am Yep, great point. So we have a, another prize we're going to give away. Then we have to go through six movies in eight minutes. Oh, God. So, all right. And uh, you have to get this question right. Who does not own Marvel The Avengers on DVD? Jason Momoa. Okay, so here you go. Now you own it. Or you can sell it for money someplace. <laughs> all right, so we have eight minutes and six movies. All right, let's go. Right, so let's go. Lightning round. Yeah. Captain America Civil War. No. And this is yep. Um, six? Yep. Yep. Uh, Civil War. I, you know, I think the plot twist and stuff was, was good for this. Uh, just, we don't have much time, but uh, this felt more like this is what Avengers 2 should have been. Yeah, that's what, that's yeah, what I, I felt too. Um, yeah, basically. I mean, it was good getting all the actors together again, and the big fight scene at the airport was really great. Yeah. And it, I think, like, story wise, it, it flowed really nicely too. I like the compelling villain in this film. Being able to play the both uh -huh. sides yeah. yep. and create a schism within the group that mm -hmm. was so tight-knit, you know? Uh, it, it, it was a death that brought them together and it was a death that tore them apart. So, he's I thought that was a little point. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah, he's good. I think kind okay. of a really obvious way to make your villain cool is just motive. Yeah, yeah, yeah having yeah, a good yeah, motive yeah. is a big thing that for villains. They need a reason to exist that makes sense and is compelling. So you can understand their side. Moving on. Captain America Winter Soldier. Yeah. Mm. No, th this is, yeah, in some ways kind of like a political thriller. Uh, it, I really like the scene where um, Agent or, uh, Samuel L. Jackson is in the car and he's getting shot at. Mm -mm. It just reminded me of RoboCop or something with the car arming itself and with the armor. This was this is my number one. That's your number one, uh, yeah. Yeah, I uh, love Winter Soldier. Uh, yeah, uh, Robert Redford is is uh, such a good actor, and he lends so much weight to to the senator. Um, yeah, yeah that picture of Redford on the poster makes him look a bit like John Goodman. They uh, oh, weird. <laughs> a lot of people thought he was going to be Red Skull because of where uh, he's placed uh, in this poster. Yeah. There was a lot of conspiracy theories about that. 
Next is Avengers Infinity War. That's just, that, this was not number one, surprised me. Um, but I actually had it at number one. You had it at number one, okay. Why don't you talk about it? Three, I think, for me. I mean, this is just, this is the movie that everybody was waiting for, the culmination of every, all the stories brought together. And I, it, the pacing was really well, you know. Uh -huh. And then, like, I don't know about you guys, but, like, when he snaps, like, I could feel my heart, like, jumping out of my uh. chest. Like, ugh, <laughs> oh. man, yeah. Oh. It was just, it was so intense the whole way through. I loved it. So walking out of that movie was like walking out of a funeral. Just everyone was just silent. Yeah. <laughs> Complete shock. Okay, we, um, so now on to number three. Mm -hmm. Black Panther. This was my number one. <laughs> I, I just think it's a great, great uh, story, a compelling villain. Mm -hmm. uh, I think one yeah, of the most villain. best villain. Perfect masterstroke Marvel films. It, it felt yeah. fresh. It felt different. Uh, I just loved every aspect of uh, of this of this film. So I have nothing bad to say about it at all. Uh, this feels the most uncompromised of, of a directorial vision in the MCU to me. Mm. Uh, everything is is uh, the the Africanness of of the movie, uh, from the costuming to the music to the to the actors cast. Uh, it's really surprising to me that somebody could have that much of their artistic vision come through when they're working for a, a major project like a Marvel movie. It's it's really something. Yeah, I think everything just kind of came together perfectly in this movie. That's why it's up for best yep. picture, I think. Hopefully it'll win. Yeah, it, it nice. has a real shot. Number two, yeah. Thor Ragnarok. I like how silly this was. It reminded me of the first Guardians of the Galaxy in that way. Yeah, this to me just seemed like Guardians of the Galaxy, but with just Thor and Hulk. <laughs> yes. It was a fun ride the entire way through. Um, bright and vibrant, and not like dark and, you know, kind of action-y like the other ones were. Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this was the first time uh, that there's hints of comedy in the first two Thor movies, and they hired a director known for comedies, and made it just a comedy. Just let it be a funny movie through and through. I think it's the funniest MCU movie uh, by a good margin. I'll take a couple comments. Also, Loki doesn't die. That's exactly. <laughs> yes, Loki doesn't die at the end. Good yes. point. This, is, this movie right here is what made Thor my favorite character. It was, it Great was point. Captain America, and then I saw that I got to see Chris Hemsworth Hemsworth's a really good comedic actor. I think he was great that he was able to get comedic timing out of everybody. Mm -hmm. so, mm -hmm. yeah. Right. And our number one is Guardians Whoa. of the Galaxy. Kind of a surprise, I think, for number one. But I, um, it was just, I think, refreshing. It's a lot of characters people don't know about. If there's a comic that people wouldn't have heard of before the movie, this one would have been it. And... Um, that you have the mixture of the, the music with the cassette tapes and Groot and just, uh, it, it, everything just comes together, I think, in a good package. Yeah, the, this, was, this is such a surprise when I saw it in theaters because I didn't know any of these. I, I had heard the phrase, I am Groot, maybe once in a comic book shop somewhere, but uh, didn't know anything about him walking in. And this is like, 
this is the MCU movie I recommend to like my mom, like to people who have never seen a superhero movie before. This is the one where I'm like, if you like Star Wars type movies, this is a really good action comedy Western-ish thing. Like it stands alone so well. The only thing I'd say, I totally agree with you on all that point, but the only thing I'd say against Guardians of the Galaxy is its villain. It's, you know, it's kind of another, I mean, she's not as bad as other ones, but she's kind of, eh. Squarely in the middle. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, we had one other person there in the back raise their hand. Did you want to say something? You, you in the hat? Yes. Yeah. Shout out Yeah, yeah, hand. say something. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. Well, let's do a DC panel. That's good next. to know. Yeah, we'll, we'll <laughs> do a DC panel, panel next year. Yeah. Very good. Um, all right, so we got through all 20 movies just in time with two minutes to spare. So um, you should plug the podcast. I should plug the podcast. Yeah. This is about yeah. So if you go to sequelcast2.com, we do a weekly show talking about movies. This will be on there uh, sometime next week, but. You know, we've done everything from Beverly Hills Cop to Beverly Hills Cop 3. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's what I have to plug. What about the rest of you? Um, just have fun today. Be yeah, nerd. have fun. It's right here. I'm an actor in Portland, look for me. Yeah, that's all I got. Are you in any shows coming up? Or? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Auditioning in a few weeks. And oh, great. We'll see what happens. All right, well, thanks everyone for coming for this uh, SequelCast 2 panel in the Marvel MCU. Hope everyone had fun. Side, an infantilized sequoia. The two of them who walk by, people say, oh, oh.